I'm Jennifer Palmer, I'm the host of Online for Authors. Welcome to the Online for Authors podcast. Online for Authors has come under the management of Visibility Pod. Visibility Pod manages the podcast as well as all of the guest and host booking and communication to get the episodes scheduled, up and running, and posted on to various platforms as well as creating all of our wonderful content. I'm currently a visibility strategist with Visibility Pod and offer coaching. Some coaching is offered via live visibility strategy sessions. Take those in and see if working with Visibility Pod, me as a strategist, is a fit for you. Email visibilitypodcasts at gmail.com. Welcome to the Online for Authors podcast. I'm Jennifer Palmer. I'm the host of Online for Authors. Been interviewing authors for a couple of years now. Started first doing interviews on YouTube and then took it to podcasting, which has been wonderful. Love the platform. Recently, Online for Authors has come under the management of Visibility Pod. Visibility Pod manages the podcast as well as all of the guest and host booking and communication to get the episodes scheduled up and running and posted on to various platforms as well as creating all of our wonderful content. If you're interested in hiring Visibility Pod, email visibilitypodcasts at gmail.com. That's visibilitypodcasts with an S at gmail.com. Now enjoy the episode. This is season 2022, episode 25. Rebecca Haidt is the author of a book called Acceptance, The Beginning, which was published in 2021. Mental health is the reason that she wrote the book. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome. Thank you so much. Tell me about this author journey of yours and how this book came to be. Why mental health? Why is that why you wrote a book? I think mental health is a, is a category that is there for everybody. And it's not quite talked about nearly as much as it should be, even though there's more highlight on it now. I wrote it not only to help myself through difficult times, quarantine, past traumas that I went through. I didn't see therapists. I didn't get the help I needed. And I didn't know how to translate all of my feelings to something productive and positive. I looked more inside myself and thought, what do I need? How do I make myself successful and a positive person? You can't be angry all the time. All your mental health issues cause you to be sad and angry and all these feelings and you lash out on people that you love and care about. I really had to dig in there and say, what can I do? So I made a story. I made a story and I made it called Acceptance the Beginning because it needs to start somewhere. The character in the storyline is her journey on on how she worked through it, just like I, in a way, worked through it. I threw everything at her. I threw all the things at her, like all the heartache and betrayal and all those problems and expectations that weren't fair to her, but she had to learn to deal with it, society or family. How do you come out on the side, be who you are, and be happy? That's my book. <laughs> so the, the main character's name is Selena, right? Yes, you've definitely created a character that has some challenges and is, is a different individual. That's very endearing. You've created qualities around the character that make me like her. The things that she goes through, like some of them I can really relate to. <laughs> 
And others of them, it's like, okay, I have no idea. It's that combination of things that keeps me reading and it has me enjoying her journey through it. If you're looking for a different character, she's definitely it. You're a self-published author, female entrepreneur. You like to focus on self-care, mental health, management, and motivation. Now, being self-published author and indie author, you published yourself. And of course, you needed to pick categories and keywords to put your book in. Share with me how you decided to make those choices. My favorite genre was always in the fantasy. I grew up with Buffy. I was a fan of Lost Girl, the unusual ones that just spoke to you about collecting different people that were your family but weren't blood related. That's where my niche is. If I'm dealing with a situation, I visualize if I was in a movie, and this is weird to say, if I was in a movie and I was a character, what would I do right now? And that's how I'm a visualization. That's what I'm, so that's a great tip for authors and writers. Like fantastic way to put yourself in that character's position and play out the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly how I wrote this. In my mind, this book was a movie. If I was directing it and I'm talking about scenery and like leaves floating in the air and some kind of metaphor of some kind. I literally visually see it in my mind if it was actually on the screen. That's how I wrote it. So I found that I was always into fantasy, always into that kind of fiction. And I also like history. So I made it into Sweden. I chose Sweden, Stockholm, Sweden, for no particular reason other than honestly, um, I I like history and I felt like Usually people put it in England or the United States. And I wanted to pick somewhere else that no one else really did. Because I love the other countries. Like, I love history. I love the world and other countries and cultures. I wanted to do something a little different. And that made me, you know, dig into that a little bit and make it more relating to their culture. And I brought it in. I try to make it as as relatable to different human beings as possible. The character is also um, LGBT <laughs> because I am also LGBT mainly. Also because I wanted to have more representation and written word. Growing up, it was a world of we didn't have a ton of characters in that we just had we didn't have anything. I was like, well, I'm going to write it then. If there isn't one, I'm going to do it. Like that's gonna, that's what I'm going to do. But the point of the book was not to really put emphasis that the character was lgbtq it made it more of a not a surprise it's more of a this is my life i'm living it and this is who i am so it's a coming of age sort of story without saying okay i found out that um, i like girls or boys or whatever and that was important too yeah it was a gentle shift when you're reading the book it's like yeah it was a natural flow yeah. Thank you. It's really good. Yeah. I really appreciate that because <laughs> I literally picked up a notebook and started writing and that's where it came out. <laughs> Great. What would you like to share about the self-published indie author journey? The key is if you have a story, it doesn't have to start at the beginning. It can start in the middle. And honestly, mine did. <laughs> So as I was thinking about what kind of 
message. I thought about the message I wanted to say to other human beings and and share with them and give them hope that it's going to be okay. What was that going to look like? And so I built a world and a story around that, um, starting from the middle and going out. And it doesn't have to be a brickwork of, okay, chapter one, two, three, four. I did like chapter six and then chapter nine and then chapter two. Also, what size do you want your book? What's the writing and the visualization? And then it's the technical part of it. If it's not on the deadline that you think it should be, then that's okay. Like I wanted this out before the year 2020 was over because we were all struggling and I missed that deadline of like several months. I was really hard on myself and I was like, what, why would you do that? I'm publishing my own book. You just to go with the flow, get the cover you want, get the size you want, get the formatting you want, get it uploaded correctly. Make sure the product you're giving out is something you're proud of. Don't push it. If you push the writing, it's going to come out not great. If you rush things along and the cover might not be what you want it to be. So take your time, give it the love and, and tender care that it deserves because it represents you writing if if you have all of these thoughts in your mind write them out so a plot line or postcard um, postcards or index cards I had to do that for my second book because there was just so much in my mind and take your time ask for help take your time it's okay research everything's gonna be okay guys (laughs) this is very peaceful like this because being mental health month we definitely want to bring it back to being less stressful, and being more kind to ourselves in the process. I love how you share that. Just because you missed a deadline doesn't mean that's it. you failed and stop. It's very important. This book wouldn't exist and I wouldn't be talking to you right now if it wasn't for the fact that you did not do that and you kept going. And it was, okay, kindness, gentleness, regroup. <laughs> Here we go. I want to highlight too that This is your first book. You did say you're working on a second book. This is fiction. Fantasy fiction could fit into women's sleuth, maybe even romance. I've noticed that you are also on Kobo. You're on Scribed, Apple, Barnes & Noble. You did not publish only Amazon. When I looked at publishing I got impatient and I had to slow myself down. I started Googling and researching different places that I could take my book and what to do. I found actually several websites. So Ingram Sparks is a distributor across the world and bookstores. My book is currently in a bookstore in Philadelphia right now, which I'm very proud to say is also a queer store as well. Queerbooks.com. That's the website it's on. So it's technically it's called Giovanni's Room. In Philadelphia, it's attached to a thrift store. Nice. Very pleasant people. They definitely highlight LGBTQ specific books. And that's why I'm very proud. Very, very proud to be a part of that. Being not just on Amazon. So when you look to publish a book, I went to drafts. Uh, Draft Digital. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. I at first went digital before I actually went to paperback. They go through the main ones and I chose not to use them to go through Amazon. I went through Amazon directly 
And I also went through Ingram Spark to make it more of a paperback. It's about exploring your options, what fits best for the writer. Some people just do digital, some people just do hardback. Explore your options, but be careful to read fine print. For example, if you advertise on draft to digital and also try to do Amazon, Amazon has very unique fine print that says you it's very specific to them. So being very careful of which step you take, make sure you're thorough before making a decision. Don't be hasty. Just because it's available doesn't always mean it's the best thing. Yeah, be careful. You've brought up an extremely important topic because there's Kindle Unlimited with Amazon. If you are in Kindle Unlimited, there are some restrictions around where else you can promote your book. Thank you very much for bringing that up. Yeah, you can get in some pretty hot water and maybe even have your book removed if you decide to not pay attention to that fine print. Very important for self-published authors who are using both Amazon and other platforms to be aware of for sure. Rebecca, you've worked in like the food industry, finances, and you dropped out of college to learn hands-on in the workforce. And then <laughs> you, you could tell I felt passionately when I wrote that. <laughs> Hand on. <laughs> like I'm thinking motorcycle here. It's like, okay, here we go. Like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yes, I did. I went to college right out of um, high school. Free spirited. You just want to explore the world. You want to learn all these things. And my grades suffered because of it. I didn't like some of the classes I was in. I just dropped out. I was like, I will learn from other people's experiences and gain knowledge from um, people I work with that will teach me. That's what I did. I went out to the world and I learned a bunch of things. I came to realize at some point later on in life, did want a degree. So I ended up going back and going virtual. I did not go in person and I worked full time while getting it was telling these individuals that I was talking to that I have all this history, 10 years of management, and I know how to run a store, I can open stores. And they were like, okay, well, do you have a bachelor? So I'm like, no. And it almost diminished my experience. So I bite the bullet and I got a bachelor's. You don't have to. The, the key here is you don't need to do it. That was just a choice I made. Yeah, but... College isn't for everybody, and that's okay. Do your thing. Do whatever makes you happy. A gap year might have been a good thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> it took me 10 years to collect myself, find my way, but I did it. I went back, and I got it. <laughs> Hindsight is so amazing. I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> so today you have your BA in business. You're an artist, an author, and an entrepreneur. Animals, nature, and you spend your free time with your wife, Kristen. That is correct. Yeah. The journey of being an author and being an artist, how do those two complement each other? What it comes down to is everything sort of plays together. Being an author and an artist, they play a lot on feelings, writing um, stories and developing these worlds to share with individuals. They have to do with 
listening, seeing, and experiencing your feelings. A lot of my paintings come from a certain feeling I'm feeling that day in particular, a certain emotion. If I need to be recentered, I go to nature and I walk around in nature and I just soak in. I'm huge on energy. I'm more in tuned with my creative side. When I wasn't creating and I was working in the restaurant industry, it was still always about music and helping that drive our team and motivating. It comes down to your feelings. I find a lot of people I talk to that are trying to write a book or they're trying to be creative, they sort of get stuck. Some of them are my very, very close friends and I help them understand that if you get stuck, it's okay. I get stuck all the time. I get writer's block. I go outside, I sit in the yard and I just like exist. Taking a second and just existing helps the creativity and writing. You're not in it alone. And that's key. Even when you feel alone, you're not alone. Even when creating or writing, I still have my friends and family. The silence is one of those wonderful things that helps us so much with self-care and staying positive. That's very motivating. What would you're suggesting that people do? Have space with yourself and your breath and nature. Yeah, very powerful. Thank you. This is a book series and it's an adult fiction trilogy. I'm very excited about the second book coming out because this first one is more of the ground layout for the bigger stuff. It's a preview, essentially, of what she's dealing with. Once she finds out some of this information that in the beginning you didn't know, that's like the floodgates are just wide open and everything's coming at you. And you have to really navigate some of these heavy hitting things. Now you have more people, you have new information. What do you do with that information? How do you deal with it? Because it will change who you are. In book two, she is not the same person necessarily in book one. Book two is called Acceptance the Reality. Nice. When you, right? I was like, yeah, that was smart. <laughs> because when you start accepting who you are, it's just the surface. It's just on top of the surface of what could really happen. So when you actually get into your feelings and the situations happening around you, you're being thrown rocks at you and you have to navigate and go around them. That's the reality is you really have to dig in there. It's uh, mature content. <laughs> I like to mention it's mature content. The reason I wrote it that way is I want to help people face some of their feelings that they're hiding. So we're all hiding feelings. I do not sugarcoat my book because we sugarcoat our lives. We don't need more sugarcoating. I really just laid it all out there. This book is meant to make you have emotions and feel for the character going through this and be her support, essentially. Get ready to develop a relationship with this character. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> going in. <laughs> I'll feed it. All right, Rebecca, what is your favorite quote? It's by Diana Morrill. Always get up and keep moving forward. It is slow, but it is progress. Beautiful. Whatever timeline is set, whatever due dates, don't worry about them. There's unforeseen issues. Always. Yeah. <laughs> Even the ones you don't you don't think are coming. <laughs> Patience. You've shared with me that there's always going to be a learning curve for everything. 
you you have the same belief that I am. Forcing a story doesn't help. It makes the journey, it has a different energy around it. And it's not necessarily the energy we want to attract. Right. Come, let it come naturally. If you're not ready, take a step back. It's okay. Regroup and it'll be right. I asked you about it. Why did you decide to write a book? And you said you've been wanting to write a book for a long time. And you kept making excuses. Yes. Finally, the world changed so much. With so many people, we're facing different emotions and having a difficult time staying above the water. That you wrote the book to help you and others work through everything and still stay true to themselves along with keeping moving forward. I started writing this story uh, many years ago when I was uh, in the Midwest still. When I write, sometimes it's because I get these really strong feelings that I want to say something. And I don't quite know how to say it, so I write it down. And I start it as a quote, and then I build around it free writing, if you will, off an emotion. I turned that partially into the story. I was so career-driven that I forgot to take care of myself and do things that I loved. I put starting that story that created those sayings or those pages um, on hold. A good five years, I would easily say five years. I moved back to Pennsylvania. And one day I was, why is the only thing I'm doing is working? Why am I not doing something for myself? Why am I not doing my hobbies and painting? I love to paint and I stopped for a long time. I just realized that I'm not here on this earth to just make money. I'm here to live and experience. So I started my book again. I realized I had a lot to say. And not only me, but like my characters. Like they had a lot to say. When COVID happened, I lost four family members. Oh, no. Yeah, thank you. It was not easy. Like, that's the point is it was it was not easy. It was not easy at any point in time. So I was drowning mentally. Mentally, I was just absolutely beside myself. And I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know how to. So I turned to my book. I put it down. And I was like, if there is any time to continue this book, this is right now. Because I have all these feelings and these emotions. Staying above water is literally a term because I was drowning. I was literally drowning. Creativity is not just to tell a story. It's a way to be an outlet. It saves lives. It helps mental. When you have all those thoughts and you need to put them down because they're literally, literally making you crazy, that's where art comes in. That's where the whole art scene, that's why artists exist, essentially. I think it's important to remember that When you feel really lost and down and you feel like you're drowning a little bit, find something that makes you happy in a positive light, whether it's art, music, singing, dance. I love to dance in my kitchen. Like It's all okay. It's just you and you alone doing these things. If you want to publish them or make a dance studio, that's up to you. That depends on your dreams. It's okay to have your moments and and stay above water, whatever that looks like. Thank you very much for that. It's very inspirational. And seriously, my deepest condolences for your losses. Just COVID alone has been hard. The environment we've been put in as a result of the actions of government 
and society and community, the the choices that were made around there have done. They know the studies are coming out of the impact that it's having on our mental health alone, but to lose people as well. And for people, Rebecca, I'm just at a loss for words, but all I can do is just send you so much love and energy. Thank you for continuing to stay above water. Yeah. Thank you so much. It would have been so much easier not to try. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. Giving up is so easy and it's literally the easiest step. I believe I generally feel like everybody needs help and everybody can be their best self. They just need some help. I think that's why this story and me saying, me having a message and being able to reach out to other people through different platforms saying, it's okay. It's okay to feel her. It's okay. These things, it's okay to feel these emotions and it'll be all right. That's honestly what kept me going. Honestly, it matters the most in the world to me. Not to belittle the fact that being in that environment is hard mentally. It's mentally challenging. It's emotionally challenging. That's hard. So yes, of course, a lot of people would feel like I'm just done with this. I want to give up. It's really hard to get through that. I want to encourage people to take in more of you. You have all kinds of ways that people can find you through Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, on your website, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-H-E-I-D-T.com, RebeccaHeight.com. You've been on other podcasts as well. There's some places that they can take in other episodes with you and get more of an experience with you. Definitely get her book pre-order when she's got it set up and all those wonderful things. So thank you very much for spending time with us today and sharing your story. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for listening to the Online for Authors podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, download, like, share, and you're always welcome to buy us a coffee. Hope you enjoyed this episode. To get notifications of new releases, subscribe. You can also like, follow, download, and share. If you've enjoyed this, your friends will too.